I was born in Lexington, Kentucky in 1971. Uh, the, the son, the oldest son, two sons, the oldest son of an architect and a Montessori school teacher, or she was just a teacher of various things over various times. But back then she would have been studying to be a Montessori school teacher. I remember as a very small child going up to her uh, Montessori school training, which was held at Cornell University in New York. And so that's like one of the first memories of my life is being up there in the daycare um, at the at Cornell University where um, where she was learning to teach Montessori. So those two people now they met because my my family or my mother's family is from Texas. They met when my dad was teaching at Texas Tech as the lowest level assistant or associate or whatever professor there is, like the grunt. Um, and so he was teaching a little bit of graduate school. My mother was taking a little bit of graduate school. They met, uh, they got married, and then my dad's first real assignment, first real tenure track position was at the University of Kentucky. So um, when I was a child, my father ultimately qualified for his first sabbatical, which he took, I think, half year full pay. And the, for his first sabbatical was in, the, he, he spent it in Italy mostly in Venice, but also in Rome and some in Florence. And he did, even though he was on sabbatical, he did have some student teaching responsibilities. Um, that is, you know, some people, there's an exchange program or something with some university in Italy. And some Italians would go to Kentucky, which must have been a fucking shock. And then some Kentuckians would go over to Venice, which was a fucking shock for them. Like there were people back in Kentucky his best student was one of these people who had never seen a revolving door. Uh, you know, he was teaching architecture to people that uh, were were from very rural parts in some cases of, of Kentucky and just great, great, awesome folks, terrific folks. Um, so my dad's over there. He's taking his sabbatical and my mother and brother and I are going to hop on a plane and go over there and visit him and stay with him. And I always say the summer, it's not really true that it was the entire summer. I don't really remember how long it was, but a couple of months we're going to stay with him in Venice and then maybe see a little bit of Rome, maybe see a little bit of Frenza. Um, so we go over there, you know, it's a mess, but uh, we stay at a place. We, 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 my father has rented a place right by St. Mark's Square in Venice. And he's already made 10 million friends, of course, across all across the city because he was a very gregarious person. Um, but when we get there, he's rented this place right near St. Mark's Square, owned by the Volners, a couple where the husband was a German and the mother and the wife was an Italian. They had no kids. And they just, my brother's name, I will give his real name. Yeah, his, his, we'll call him Sloney Baloney. No, we'll call him Bones. My brother Bones. Uh, my brother Bones and I were just waited on by this couple of the Volners. Mrs. Volner made us whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted it for food. It was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, they would have these huge dinners for us and all this crazy, crazy stuff. They were wonderful people, just really a lot of fun. And in the, on the weekends when my dad was whatever teaching assignments that he had were not going on, he, we would all go to the Lido, which was at that time, a world famous, world class beach, you know, Italian beach with a striped tents. I mean, going back in time, really. Uh, but 
would go out to the Lido on the Vaporetto. Vaporetto is like a water taxi, right? Uh, it's a, it's big. I would, I would call it like a ferry, but they call it a water taxi, Vaporetto. We take the Vaporetto out to the Lido, which I think now has been ruined by the lowering of Venice or this. I don't know exactly what it is, but I understand that people don't go there anymore. But anyway, we we take the Vaporetto out to the Lido. We did it every weekend. Vaporetto, when you get on them, it's like it's a tight bunch of people trying to get out to the Lido on the weekends. So you kind of have to warm your, you know, Tokyo subway tight, right? Um, you have to kind of worm your way through to get on the boat. And then when you get on the boat, you're kind of crammed in there to take you out to the Lido. That's the way it was. Um, so we go out one weekend and we've done this many, many times. We go out one weekend. There's my dad and my mom and my brother and I all on the pier waiting to get on the Vaporetto to go to the Lido. And it's a tight packed crowd out there. Uh, everybody with their sun gear and all of their beach shit and everything else. And, and uh, my dad looks at me and he whistles. And when he whistles, I think he means get on that boat. Like, that's the way that I hear it. I think he's saying, you know, Anthony, just figure out a way to get on the boat. And no, he's not saying, he's saying exactly the opposite. He's like, we can't make it on this one. Uh, you know, I figured out later. Uh, so, so stop. But I don't, I just turn and go. I just worm my way. I'm like eight years old. There's seven, eight, nine. I don't know. Worm my way through all the Italians. And I get out on the boat. The boat leaves the pier. And I'm the only person in my family on the boat. I go walking around the boat at first looking for my parents and my brother. And they're not there. And then I go crying all the way around the boat. And, and, uh, someone who speaks some little bit of Italian, some kind of Italian, or sorry, sorry, some kind of English. Is trying to communicate with me. He takes me into the captain. Captain's like, you know, fifty-year-old Italian dude. This is what he does. He just drives a boat full of Italians to the beach all the time. It's crazy jobs what they have in, in Venice and Italy. And uh, and so and he's a wonderful, warm guy. And they figure out that I'm I'm lost. I've been separated from my parents. Even though, I mean, they can't really understand me that well. I can't understand that well, them that well. But we're able to communicate at least that much information. I'm separated from my parents and they're back at the thing. And they're like asking me, you know, like, where do you stay? And I'm like, right by Piazza San Marco. And then like, where do you need to be? Where, where's that close to? And I'm like, it's, you know, whatever the, whatever the bridge over the ground now, one of those bridges, I identify it for them and say, well, you know, if you guys have a stop here, then you could just drop me off. Of course, no one's going to drop, not even in Italy in, in 1979, where they're going to drop off an eight year old, uh, at, at, at a, at a stop for the Vaporetto. So they, uh, the, so the Italian, so the, the, the guy that's the pilot of the boat, he figures out that I'm crying or doesn't like the fact that I'm crying. And he puts me on his knee and lets me steer the boat. And I just, you know, as soon as I'm steering the boat, I, I've completely forgotten about my family or the fact that I'm lost. I'm just, this is amazing. I'm actually steering the boat. I've got the steering wheel in my hand. And, uh, and they just let me go on and on. And I'm now I've, I'm completely in la la land. You know, I just like, I've, I've forgotten the, the seriousness of the situation that I'm in. But they, they let me go over and then the pilot kind of takes, or the captain kind of takes back the steering wheel. He steers in to a stomp. And when we stop, there are three Italian cops, not the Carbonieri, the other ones, the good ones, 
they're just standing there like only Italian cops can do. They're not really doing anything. They're just kind of waiting for me to show up because someone's called ahead or the captain's called ahead and, and they've got the, I don't know, whatever division of the police officers handles lost eight-year-old American boys. Uh, it's, you know, they, they're sitting there waiting for me. And one of them is really tall. I'm a little kid, so I don't know how exactly tall he was, but significantly like a full head taller than everybody else that was there. So call him six, six, a great big dude and big looking too, like big in the shoulders, big in every respect, just big, a great big Italian dude. And, and, uh, the Italian cops, like they want to question me a little bit. I get dropped off on the pier. Captain says goodbye, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and now the, the cops, I'm trying to explain to them, no, I can just walk. I can see basically St. Mark Square and our pension is right near St. Mark Square, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and, uh, but of course they're not, they just take me back to the station. And they're really nice about it too. Like they're just like, they don't have anything better to do. There's not, I guess, a lot of crime in Venice at that stage. And so they're, they're just having a good, they're, they're nice guys. They're having a good time. They take me back to the station and, um, and, uh, and I play with it. Now, now it's not just three Italian cops. It's like eight or nine guys are just there, just entertaining me. And they're like, like, hey, you want to ride around on my shoulders? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll ride around on your shoulders. Let's, let's do that. And then someone else is like, hey, are you hungry? You want a sandwich? And I'll be like, yeah, I want a sandwich. Sure. I mean, would you like something to drink? Yeah, I like a Fanta. And they put me up. Now an hour has gone by. And I'm riding around the Italian, the tall Italian cop's shoulders. And and uh, I've got like a sandwich in one hand and a Fanta, orange Fanta in another hand. And, and I look down the street and I see my mom coming down the street with Mr. Volner, the, the, the uh, husband in the, in the Volner family that ran the Pension. And, and Mr. Volner um, is, you know, sort of walking seriously and Germanically down the street. And there's my mom beside him and her, she's just cried tears all down her face, her Mascara has run down to her chin and she's screaming. She's completely freaking unglued. And there I am sitting on the back of the tall Italian cop with like a sandwich in one hand and an orange panda in the other. 